Another edition of EDS Squad After Dark. Y'all already know what we're going to get into. But before I tell y'all what we're going to get into, I just want to say I'm back and I'm so happy to be back. I'll get into more of that later on in this episode. Um, but what we're going to get into today, when we come back from break, we're going to get into our mental health check-in. Then we're going to get into our tea. Yes, uh, we got a few things to talk about. And instead of a WWE segment, we're going to talk about what I've been watching on TV lately. Yes. And more. We're going to talk about a a few other things. It's not going to be a long episode this week. Um, so take that how you would like to, but, um, without further ado, we're going to go to break and when we come back, we're going to get into the rest of the things. So stay tuned, stay locked. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. Let's get into our mental health checking, y'all. So, mentally, I'm doing good. Um, I'm doing better. Um, let me say that. Um, part of the reasoning why y'all haven't heard from me in a little bit is because of my mental. Um, it's just been a lot of things going on. Um, in the country, in the world, um, it's just, it, it, honestly, for me, it's just been a lot to the point where I did not want to get on this platform, um, just talking about sad things the whole episode, like, it, it first things first, I just want to give my condolences and my love and my light to any and everybody that has been infected in the Texas um, mass shooting at the elementary school. Um, It's just been shooting after shooting, killing spree after killing spree. And then this country has just, I said I wasn't going to talk about it. And um, I'm not going to really go in deep, but um, I'm saying all that to say that it's just been a lot. So I wanted to take a break. Honestly, I kind of wanted to take a little longer break, but um, 
Hence why you guys are getting this episode a little late. Um, but um, I just had to tell myself, Elijah, pick yourself up. Um, we don't have to get into those um, dark and negative uh, stories. We can keep it light. We can keep it fun. You already know this show. <laughs> is all about me giving my thoughts and opinions and also having a good time and laughing and kikiing and joking and shading and all of that um, intertwined. Um, so I I wanted to make sure when I come back that I was in a headspace um, to do that. And like I said, I'm doing better um, day by day. Um, but as for my personal life things have been going pretty good um i can't complain um been working like you know who um also working on other things pertaining to eds squad tv um i've been slacking a little bit i have to admit um but um i'm glad that you know, I'm finally getting to the point where I'm picking up my bootstraps and getting shit done because summer is already here and y'all already know um, a lot of things are going to be um, being announced on my end soon. Um, but I'll get into that later on, maybe towards the end of the episode. Um but all in all, I'm doing good. I hope and I pray that you guys are out there doing good, thriving, doing what you got to do for you and your families and just being safe and having a good time because it is summertime and the weather's been pretty good in New York for the most part. Some days have just been disgusting and rainy and dreary, but for the most part, it's been sunny, not too hot, not too you know cool nice breezy weather. Um, So I hope you guys are taking advantage of this pretty good weather because y'all already know in New York, when that humidity really comes and stays, it's going to be an issue. (laughs) Um, But other than that, like I said, I hope you guys I've had a good week, a a good couple of weeks. And without further ado, we're going to get into our hot hot topic segment, excuse me, y'all, our hot topic segment, we're going to get into that mess, that drama, that good old-fashioned tea. All right, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about this bullshit first and then we'll talk about some funny shit and you know. All right, so first things first, um this tea is like mixed in with this week and last week and a couple weeks ago tea. So um I I tried to do it to the point where I wasn't talking about tea from <laughs> 2 weeks ago. But um, mixing in some tea from last week and tea from this week, 
um, I, I think I create I created a um, healthy balance. Um, but first things first, let's talk about Tasha Kane, Cardi B. So apparently, um, Tasha K is filing an updated appeal in the Cardi B case and wants the previous four million defamation judgment thrown out. Um, so it's been six months since Cardi B has came out victorious um, in her defamation lawsuit against Tasha K, where she was awarded a whopping four million. But now Tasha K is headed back to court. So according to new documents, Tasha K has filed an updated appeal, one she previously filed and now is asking an appeals court to throw out Cardi B's multi-million dollar judgment. Um, if you thought the messy legal saga between YouTuber Tasha K and Grammy award winning um, artist Cardi B was over, think again. Uh, Billboard is reporting that Tasha K has filed a new appeal to get the previous ruling in the defamation case overturned, including the $4 million judgment that Cardi received after it was determined that Tasha Kay was guilty. Um, the appeal states that, it, that in the previous case, the judge withheld key evidence about Cardi's character and didn't let jurors see who Cardi truly is. Um, the opening brief filed... Um, in the U.S. Courts of Appeals for the 11th Circuit, Tasha Kay's legal team alleges that Judge William Ray had er erroneously and purposely excluded tons of evidence about Cardi B, which unfairly led her win led to her winning against Tasha Kay back in January. Additionally, Tasha Kay's attorneys also claimed that information regarding Cardi's character should have been allowed to be included in the case. Tasha. Give it up, delicious. Give it the fuck up, sis. Just pay that money and keep it pressing. This is what happens when you get too big for your britches and you get knocked down a few pegs. Pay that girl that money. I don't see this. I, I honestly, to be honest with all of you guys, I don't see that them throwing this case out. For the simple fact, anything that you probably had against Cardi had nothing to do with this case. It had nothing to do with it. This case is is honestly because of you getting on social media, lying, and saying that this girl had uncurable diseases and just just being downright and just disgusting. And instead of being a real person, instead of being a grown-up, an adult, a mature-ass person, and deleting and taking that shit off the web after her team came to you multiple times and warned you, you didn't take it off, you thought you was big shit, you thought you was hot shit, and you thought you could do whatever the fuck you want. And this is the result of that. So eat it. Eat it. Eat it, girl. You claiming you getting all this money? You claim you making all of this bread? Pay that girl that money, sis. Pay it to her. Because you don't have it. That's what it's really giving. You don't have it. Next time, do better. But you're not. I still, you see, you still, you still 
on social media, on Beyonce's internet, talking shit about Cardi. Girls, they're going to – Cardi's team is going to pull up that information and hand it to that judge, and you think your case is going to be better off? You're still talking shit. Girl, it, this this is a classic case of narcissism. This is a classic case of pride. And y'all out here in these streets that are bloggers that, you know, commentate. Gotta watch what you say. You got to watch what you say. Because I know for as for me, when I'm talking about celebrity tea, celebrity gossip, if it's something that I know for a fact, I don't know nothing about or I don't I don't have the tea on or I don't have confirmation for, I say allegedly. And y'all already know a lot of this podcast when it deals with that uh, sector of this podcast is alleged. Because, bitch, I don't know these bitches. <laughs> like, I don't know y'all. But I'm talking shit because, you know, that's what it is. But, girl, you didn't use no allegedly. You said that this was fact. You even got bitches from the gutter to come in and co-sign your lie. Girl, pay that girl that four million and shut the fuck up. That's all I like. I I just like pay them, pay that girl, pay that woman. Excuse me, that four million dollars and shut the fuck up. Next time, do better. Moving on. Speaking of lawsuits, child. So. Mariah Carey is being sued for copyright infringement over the All I Want for Christmas is You song title. All right, so Mariah Carey is headed to court over copyright infringement claims. According to the lawsuit obtained by TMZ, Andy Stone says he co-wrote and recorded a song called All I Want for Christmas is You back in 1989. Andy states that his song got extensive airplay and appeared on Billboard charts during the 1993 Christmas season. Mariah's hit was released in 1994. However, Andy claims Mariah and her camp never saw or obtained permission to use that song's title. Andy is apparently seeking at least $20 million in damages. Um... When it comes to song titles, I don't think, mind you guys, I'm not a lawyer. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I, do, I don't practice law, I, I, especially copyright law. I don't know. But I've seen other artists have the same song titles and this has never came up so i don't know if you can really sue for a song title um it's gonna be interesting to see i'm definitely gonna be following this um it's just funny how after all of these years 
That song came out in 1994. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost, child, 30 years old. That song is almost 30 years old. And you wait until 2022 to file a lawsuit. Granted, a lot of people file these claims with copyright and copyright infringement. They like to file them when the song is making the most money. This song has been making money ever since it came out. So, again, where were you between the years of 1995 and 2021? Like, where were you? Like I said, I'm going to file this case because one thing about Mariah, sis don't be losing her court cases. So this is going to be a fun one to watch and see play out. Um, Let's move on to one more story before we go to break. Um... Happy Pride Month, y'all. First things first, happy Pride Month to all my LGBTQIA brothers and sisters out here. I I love each and every last one of y'all. Y'all already know that. Um, I'm so uh, upset because the local Pride... um, festival in the city that I live in. I missed it. But I missed it for a good reason. It was my cousin's uh, baby shower. So, you know, there's certain things that you just got to miss because, you know, let's be real. Um, But, um, and I'm not going to be able to make um, the capital region, um, Albany. Um, I'm not going to be able to make their pride uh events either this weekend which i'm kind of a little bummed but again a family (laughs) event so um you know it is what it is i'm a little leery with going to new york city pride um just because i'm a little nervous with everything that's been going on in this country um, I'm not really a big fan of uh, large events, large gatherings right now. Plus, we're still in the panorama. Um, so there's that too. But um, it's more so I, my safety. I, I'm just a little uneasy. I'm going to still think about it. I'm still going to ponder it and keep it in my mind and see. I got into... Um, I think it's towards the end of the month. So I got a little bit of time to think it over. Um, But I'm saying all of that to say, y'all already know when Pride Month comes, here comes all of these corporations and all of these businesses pretending like they love the gays and they love the trans and they love, you know, all of us. But we know what it's really given. But speaking of which, Burger King in Austria, (laughs) I think I thought this is like really funny. Um, Burger King in Austria is launching a Whopper with matching buns for Pride Month. Um, And so they have a low, they have a whole campaign and it says time to be proud. And it's called the Pride Whopper. And so with the Pride Whopper, you can order it in uh, a couple different ways. You can do it with two top buns, 
or you can do it with two bottom buns. Or you can be traditional and do one top and one bottom. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny because it was like, oh my goodness, y'all are a key. And that top um, pride whopper actually kind of looks good. The bottom one does too. But when I, I used to work at Burger King. So I so the buns, the the bottom buns, and a lot of people get uh two bottom buns outside of, you know, Pride Month and this these shenanigans. But um with those bottom buns, sometimes they be like soggy. Um they get soggy like really quickly. So I I'm not really a fan of the bottom buns. So I would do the two top buns if I was gonna have a little razzle dazzle with my pride whopper. But sadly, guys, this is only in Austria. But I'm gonna give y'all a little cheat code for the people that are in the US. You can go to any Burger King and ask them for two bottom buns. You can ask them for two top buns and they'll do it. So if you want a pride burger, and it, of course it's not advertised in the United States, but if you want a pride burger and if you want to join in the shenanigans, you can always go to your local Burger King and ask for two bottom buns or two top buns, and they will do that for you. Um, but I just thought that was, like, really funny. Um, and the people that are in Austria, you guys have until June 20th to order these sandwiches. Um, and it's a it's a regular Whopper. They're all the same ingredients. There's nothing special. Um, it's just literally the buns, which is funny. Um, Burger King came out and said, Burger King Austria came out and said, with two equal buns for equal love and equal rights, we set an example for the equality of all ingredients, excuse me, all identities and sexual orientations. Um, according to their website, the item was created for equal love and equal rights. They continue stating, we are setting an example for individuality and freedom and, and stand for a respectable interaction with each other. So, shout out to Burger King. Um, with that being said, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into more of this mess. So, stay tuned. Stay locked. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. All right, y'all. Let's get into close your legs to marry men. Close your legs to marry men. Trash box. <laughs> Go to sleep. It's late in Atlanta. Uh, we're going to talk about Miss Nene Leakes, child. Um, so if you have been living under a rock, then you wouldn't know that Miss Nene Leakes is reportedly being sued by her boyfriend. Um, child, night, night, um, night, Nayanisela, Sela, Nayanisela, Sayo, child, he African, child. 
don't know how to say these people name child. Um, but she is reportedly being sued by her boyfriend's estranged wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a wife. That's wifey. Um, so according to legal documents attained by TMZ, um, Melomi, I don't know her the rest of her name is accusing Nini of hooking up with her, you know husband while he was still married to her um she claims that nini shared photos of her and him on social media causing her to be humiliated and ruining her marriage um she says she has suffered from emotional distress mental anguish and loss of affection and now she's seeking more than 100k um Nini confirmed to us last December that she and that man were out dating um, because they were spotted multiple times. Um, And, of course, it came after, you know, Greg, her her husband, um, passing away. Now, before I get into what... um, What he has to say, the husband. When y'all dating these men, do y'all just like take their words at face value? Y'all don't do no research? Like, for me personally, I, I used to be that person. So I'm speaking from somebody that used to be that person. I used to, but this is when I was like early teenage, when I was, you know, dating and messing with people and stuff like that i used to do i i didn't care like i used to just like didn't care and whatever popped up that's when i would deal with the situation but i never did no research it wasn't honestly until i started dating uh, my ex when um shit just wasn't sounding right and shit just wasn't making sense and um, I went back and I did my research and found out some shit. If you want to know what that shit is, you can always go back to my unfiltered and uncensored episode, uh, which I think I need to do an update because there's a lot of things that have happened since that episode uh, was created and aired and all that shit. Um, maybe next week. We'll see what the news cycle is looking like, and we'll probably do that. But anywho, um, I'm saying that all to say, like, y'all have to be doing background checks. Y'all have to do credit credit checks. Y'all got to do pedophile checks. Y'all got to do uh, a, a police record checks. Like, because these dudes were really getting y'all face and play games with y'all. They were literally getting y'all face, have y'all fall for them. And then y'all find all of this shit later. And then y'all look stupid. Y'all feelings are involved. And granted, it's not really y'all fault. But at the same time, y'all, y'all have to do y'all due diligence. Y'all have to protect yourselves when y'all are dating. Because I, I, I've i heard it from multiple people. I've even said it. Like, a lot of times when you're first dating somebody, they're not showing you the real person. They're showing you a representative. They're showing you um, a side that that's not, nine times out of ten, ain't really what is truly given. And you don't really get, you honestly, you don't really get to know a person ever 
but you definitely get to know a person um, more as you, you know, develop and your relationship develops and gets seasoned. But I, so, and Nini is a celebrity. So girl, y'all gotta start doing y'all due diligence. Y'all gotta start looking at these niggas, doing Google searches, doing all types because yeah, they do it to everyday people, but they damn sure be doing it to celebrities to get put on, to get bread, to get celebrity, to get clout, whatever. It's just like, girl, it, it was looking a little desperate on your end. No shade, but shade. Um, but this is what the husband had to say, child. He took the Instagram and wrote the caption, the best you can do for yourself in life, not to allow negative people to bring you down to their level. Just maintain your self-respect and keep away from them. Know that you, can, you can't hang out with negative people and expect to live a positive life. Don't forget that the less you respond to negative people, like my separated dot, 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 the more peaceful your life will become. Always surround yourself with people who value your worth. And if someone doesn't appreciate your presence, the best you can do is to let them appreciate your absence. Avoid the ingrates, those who complain about one thing you haven't done for them instead of being appreciated for the thousands of things you've done for them. Leave them to stew in their ingratitude, but don't hate them. Just maintain your focus and don't stress. Hashtag stay focused. A typical nigga response. Like, when I read this, I was like, you're on brand. Clap, clap, clap. On brand for the ain't shit ass niggas. You don't take no accountability. You, you put it on the other party. Like, it's just tired and through. But it's gonna, this situation is gonna keep on going on. And when I mean the situation, these situations where these men, don't be completely honest to these women and lie. It's not going to be until the women really stop prioritizing their wants. Stop prioritizing their wants and really figuring out what they need in a relationship. And I say this all the time and it's, I mean, depending on who you're talking to and who you're having a conversation with, it could be taken as vulgar, or, but it's, it's a real life thing. There is millions of dicks in this fucking world. Millions of dicks. Millions of dicks that are single. So if you want one, you can find a single dick. So I, I, so I don't understand and I don't get when bitches be fucking these married men or being in situations with married men, when, girl, you can go out and find a nigga that's going to give you that good, good, and he's single as fuck. Yeah, it's hard out here, and it, it, it takes a lot to maneuver into this and the third, but you got to want to do that. And this is from somebody that hates dating, hates the whole first date, hates the the whole first meeting somebody, hated to a court. It's very awkward. It, it's just it's just a lot of awkwardness and a lot. And I don't like awkward moments um, at all. <laughs> um, 
But at the same time, if that's what you want, you're going to go out and do it. So I, so when bitches be saying, oh, there ain't men out here, there ain't enough, then it's a lie. It's a lie. It's just, it, there's, not a, there's not a lot of men that you want. There's not a lot of types of men that you want. Like, be honest. Um, but this response, like, come on. Then Nene gets on social media and tries to act like she's unbothered. Girl, you're bothered because your whole shtick since you became famous has been closing your legs to merry men. I don't fuck merry men. I don't do nothing with merry men. This, that, and the third. And anybody that messes with merry men are trash boxes. Anybody that does this, da 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 da. So, girl, you're bothered. And you're about to be paying this 100000 Yeah, You're about to be paying this 100 k for, again, prioritizing dick instead of going and doing background checks and all of that extra shit. And especially, child, and I don't like to be shady. Sorry to my African. If anybody in Africa is um, watching or listening to this uh, podcast, I'm sorry, y'all. But a lot of y'all be coming to the United States scamming the fuck out of people. Now, that has also been a rumor. Allegedly, sis is being scammed by this couple. That That's what word on the curb is saying, that sis is being scammed because it's just funny how this situation even came to be and how it's moved. Um, Personally for me, whether it's a scam or whether it's not, Nene looks crazy because she's too grown to be trusting these men at face value. She's too grown to be moving this sloppy Granted, yes, she just came from an, a, a terrible, terrible situation where her husband passed away. And I know grief can take you to places that you have never, ever imagined or seen before. But at the same time, common sense is common sense. Y'all know I'm following this story. Because if this girl get this 100K, baby girl, it, child, that's all I have to say. Um, moving on. Let's talk about the BET Awards and Little Nas X. So the BET Awards came out earlier this month. I, again, was on hiatus. Um, when the award nominations came out, but I did see um, the awards. I may, you know what? I'm just going to wait until the BET Awards. I'm not going to go down the nominations and stuff like that. We'll just, you know, if you want to check out the nominations or you don't know where you can see the nominations, you can go on BET.com, and I'm pretty sure they have the nominations in the list of all the categories on their website. Um, But... With that being said, the nominations came out and Little Nas X was not nowhere near. To, 
he was nowhere to be found on those nominations list. And if people are saying, well, did he put out music? Yes, he did. He put out two big songs last year. Um, Industry Baby with Jack Harlow and um, the song that he put out after his album dropped. I think it's called That's What I Want, which I absolutely adore that song. I love Industry Baby. I love Little Nas X's album. Um, a couple of my favorites, um, like I said, Industry Baby, That's What I Want, and Scoop with Doja Cat. Scoop goes fucking hard, yo. Love Scoop. Honestly, I'm kind of pissed that he put out um, That's What I Want instead of Scoop as a single because him and Doja, I know they would have fucking ate that video. What? Doja would have ate. Um, but that's just my personal opinions. So he did put out music. In fact, he was one of the top music acts of that year. One of the. Now I'm not saying he was the one. Just to clarify for the bitches that, you know, like to hear certain words. And he didn't get nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. And um, he took to Twitter and wrote the following. This is not... Um, no, that's the wrong tweet, y'all. <laughs> he wrote, thank you, BET Awards. An outstanding zero nominations again. Black excellence. So then, you know, that created a controversy. People were saying, oh, give over it. It doesn't matter. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. And so he took back to Twitter and wrote that this is not over no BET award. This is about the bigger problem of homophobia in the black community. Y'all can sit and pretend all you want, but I'm going to risk it all for us. And he's right, in a sense. Because these bitches had no problem nominating him for uh, Old Town Road. But have an issue with nominating him when he after he came out and he's have all these gay ass songs, which I thoroughly enjoy. Somebody took to Twitter and replied to him and said, You got a whole Grammy. Why are you acting like this? And he replied and wrote, This is my point exactly. How can I get acknowledged by the most acclaimed award show in the world and then not even get one nomination from my own people? Is that not crazy? Am I really tripping? And no, you're not tripping. It, it, it's, it is kind of weird that he didn't get now. He didn't get now one nomination. Not like not one. Not one. <laughs> like, not one. And there's bitches in that, in that, I don't give a fuck. There's bitches in those, these categories and that are nominated that did not do shit last year. And if they did do shit, all of their shit flopped. And y'all can go in the, y'all can go in the nomination and look and see and figure out who the fuck I'm talking about. But I said what the fuck I said. It's funny how flop 
flopping as bitches can get nominations and somebody that had two hit singles plus a hit ass album don't get shit. And somebody else wrote Little Nas X has a diamond plaque on the wall, 16 time platinum, and several others. If y'all think this is about a BET award, y'all silly. He sold more records than some people do in five lifetimes. And that is a fact. 16 time platinum. There's not a bitch walking. There's not a bitch standing. <laughs> Shout out to Tammy Roman. <laughs> if y'all don't get that, then y'all ain't basketball wise fans. There ain't a bitch walking. Not, there's not a bitch talking. There's not a bitch live that child. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And so BET came back and wrote a statement because bitch, he was getting, he was, he even wrote a diss record to BET. Like he was not playing with BET. He was on BET's fucking neck and rightfully so. So BET responded and wrote the following. We love Lil Nas X. He was nominated for Best New Artist um, at the BET Awards in 2020. And we proudly showcased his extraordinary... And mind you, 2020 was Old Town Road. So, okay. And we proudly showcased his extraordinary talent and creativity on the show twice. He performed Old Town Road with Billy Ray Cyrus at the BET Awards in 2019. And his BET Awards 2021 performance was a highlight of our show. No one cheered louder that night than BET. They added, unfortunately, this year he was not nominated by BET's Voting Academy, which comprised of an esteemed group of nearly 500 entertainment professionals in the fields of music, television, film, digital marketing, sports journalism, public relations, influencers, and creative arts. No one from BET serves as a member no one from BET serves as a member of the Voting Academy. At BET, we are passionate advocates for this wonderful diversity that exists within our community. We are committed to using all of our platforms to provide visibility and inclusion for all of the many intersections of the Black community. BET, I don't know if you really thought like kind of long and hard about this statement, but you kind of proved this point. There needs to be a conversation of why specifically LGBT artists, because, and and like I said, y'all told on yourselves, 2019 and 2020 was Little Nas X, Old Town Road era. So, and that was before he came out as gay. And y'all was fucking with him heavy. Y'all kids was listening to the song. He was performing at schools. He was performing everywhere. Y'all fucked with him heavy. He came out. He did that song. <laughs> call me when you want. Call me when you... I, child, I don't really... Because I don't listen to that song. I don't really like that song like that. Call me by your name. Once that song came out... Y'all all, first of all, most of y'all already was changing and switching and acting brand new when he came out as gay. 
But that sealed the deal for a lot of y'all bitches when he came out with Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, you let him perform in 2021. That has nothing to do with the Voting Academy. The black community is homophobic as shit. And until we address that and understand that, then we can be like, oh, granted, nobody was voting for no little Nas X and his gay shit. And somebody from the voting academy said that he was in these categories when voting. Saucy Santana is another artist that is coming up and, and, and basically punching the wall and punching the ceilings. He busting through. So we're going to see if, if the BET Awards, other than performances, because performances and the Voting Academy are two separate entities. And I see where BET tried to play y'all. And play the and play their audience and try to make it seem like, oh well, we fuck with Little Nas X. We invited him to his performances, bitch. Y'all know the performances and the Voting Academy are two separate departments. So granted, y'all probably wanted to have him on the show, but who's voting for these awards? Nine times out of ten, straight, in quotation marks, straight, heterosexual, homophobic-ass, black-ass niggas. But like I said, y'all, pay attention. In these next couple years, when uh, Saucy Santana comes out with his debut album and, and, and comes out with singles that are charted, Let's see if they vote Saucy Santana in. And then if they don't, we need to have a conversation about who's in this fucking voting academy. But I can already tell you. I already can tell you. Looking at who they said comprises and makes up this quote-unquote voting academy... I, and, and, and black, quote unquote, mostly. I'm not saying that there's no gay boys and gay influencers and gay journalists are, are sprinkled into there because they probably are. It's, in, in fact, one of the people that is a voting member and said that Little Nas X was in the voting process. He was gay. He's gay. But I, I promise you the majority was this head, black men. And y'all already know what it's given. Y'all already know what it was what is given.
So like I said, I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna let it rock for now. But BET, I'm watching y'all like a fucking hawk in these next couple years. Because if I don't see the saucy Santanas, if I don't see the little Nas X's, if I don't see other gay boys and lesbians, and, and I don't, if I don't see transgender artists being incorporated in the voting and the nominations of these of that award show, I'm coming for y'all next because what y'all because this was divisive, and for somebody that does not know the doesn't know about award shows and doesn't know about the entertainment industry, they will read this statement and say, "Okay, so why Little Next is mad?" But Little Net, Little Nas X, I get where you're coming from, bitch. Who is in these voting academies? Are these people? <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. All, I, all I'm saying and, and what I'm going to wrap this situation up and say is that BET, I'm watching your asses. That's all I have to say. So we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back. We have to talk about Zaya, um, Carry On Franklin, and we're going to talk about Summer Walker and London on this fucking track, child. A fucking mess. So stay tuned and stay locked. We'll be back right after this. And we're back, y'all. We're back. All right. So let's get into... um. Carry on, Franklin. So if y'all have been listening and uh, <laughs> following the podcast, and y'all know I talked about Carry On getting arrested, um, it was a couple months back. I don't remember the exact day or the exact week, um, but it was. I knew it was a minute ago. <laughs> Um, and it has something to do with him allegedly stealing a car that was uh, owned by someone that was murdered. Um, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy ass story. Um, but with an update, y'all, uh, Carry On is out of jail. He took to Instagram, um, this past week and wrote the following, James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it all great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. P.S. Losers love rumors. Hashtag shot out. 222 the real team carrying shout out my mother and father and um my lighthouse thank you for the prayers and the um the wind the most high is moving in me the journey is not over yet one more case left to handle though freely here i am out of jail a lot of talk but today the king walks hashtag wait for the verdict so all in all, um, I'm happy to see Carry On out, and he looks to be 
I'm doing good in good spirits, and um, I'm happy for him. And, you know, we're going to see what um comes from this um, whole situation because it's crazy to even think about process, let alone believe, especially if you've been watching him, you know, on the reality show Bad Boys LA on Zeus Network. Um, shit is crazy. Um, but moving on, uh, 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 Dwayne Wade just he did an interview and he says that he fears for Zia Wade's safety while speaking on recent anti-transgender bans across the state. So Dwayne Wade is another parent who is scared for their child's safety in America, except the retired athlete is afraid for Zia Wade's life because of how the world may receive her as a black transgender girl. Um, while speaking to CNN's Poppy Harlow at the Time 100 Summit, Dwayne expressed fear every moment Zia is beyond the doors of their home and the safety of his parenthood. Um, as blessed as my daughter is to have parents who can support her, I'm still afraid every moment she leaves our house and not just because of gun violence, but because of the way that people perceive her in this world. Um, his comment was a part of the larger conversation about the recent passing of anti-transgender ban, particularly in Louisiana on Monday. Um, Governor John Bell Edwards did not move to veto or approve SB 44 and the in action allowed the state's lawmakers to ban transgender women and girls from um i think public restrooms and stuff like that um that's why when people ask me elijah because i do want to have children one day and people ask me all the time um and not all the time, but in conversations that um, when you have children, would you want them to be gay or in the LGBTQ uh, community? And I always say no. And it's not because I won't accept them or because I don't want, like, that's not the case at all. It's just because Although we have made amazing strides and although we have done a lot, there still needs to be things that need to be rectified, especially in the transgender sector of the world. Um, it's hard to be in the LGBT community because you really don't know who really fucks with you and don't a lot of the times and things can go awry and it's it's especially hard for transgenders because you know they're being gunned down and killed at alarming rates and nothing is being done so i can only imagine being a parent of um someone in the community, especially the transgender sector of the community, um, because it's not safe. Like you just, it's not safe here a lot of the times. And um, 
I'm glad that we're having these discussions and we have someone like Dwayne Wade, someone of, you know, an A-list celebrity going through these things and being transparent and honest about it um, because it will automatically create these conversations, these bigger conversations that need to be had surrounding, you know, transgenders and what they go through. And just to see all of these bands just starting to come one by one, left and right, it's really sad and it's really disheartening for a country that claims that they are the land of opportunity and their land of freedom when they can't when it doesn't align with their when it doesn't align with their way of thinking, you know? Um, it's very disheartening and it's very sad. Um, but um like I said, with these conversations, we got bigger conversations and get to the root of some of these situations. And hopefully and prayfully, someday we can eradicate a lot of these disgusting injustices. Um, moving on to my last story, London on the Track and Summer Walker. Summer Walker and London on the Track argue all of the time. And for me, y'all already know how I feel about Summer Walker. She's really not somebody that I follow musically. Um, but I, I see her all the time on the shade room with the shenanigans. Um, so she took to her Instagram story and wrote the following. I literally have the words baby father on the face of the planet, LOL. I can't wait till I just get some peace. It's okay, though. I have the most perfect bundle of joy in the world. Wouldn't change anything about my past if I could. Then she showed, she, uh, <laughs> this was on Petty Time Child. Um, she also shared some messages, I believe they're DMs, from fans um, basically just sharing their uh, feelings and what they go through with their baby fathers. There was a lot of one, a lot of them. Um, one of the people wrote, as long as you know you're, what you're doing, you're, no, as long as you're doing your part, that's all that matters. Everything is full circle, and one day they'll feel bad about their actions, but by then it'll be too late. Just live your truth, which is true. And um, London on the Track took to the shade room and commenting the following. Um, you just annoying as fuck, bro. No, you gonna get on this net acting like you ain't held my child hostage for two months. Cut that goofy, goofy out. Log off. So I don't know why he thought he was going to say that comment and things was going to be rectified because Summer Walker, one thing about Summer Walker, she's going to clap back, okay? Sis is going to clap back, and she don't give not one, two, three, or four, five. So she took to her Instagram story and wrote the following, hostage, the first time I held her hostage, in quotes, was because when I got my child back, she was covered in rashes from head to toe. And you didn't say a word. I didn't find out till I changed her. Shit, the time after that, she came back with a bruise on her head. 
And the time after that, it burnt on her arm. And the time after that, quote unquote, I held her hostage. You agreed to her. You agreed to have her in ATL for four days, but had someone else kidnap her off to LA without telling me, didn't answer the phone, and threatened to not bring her back for no reason. Like, all you had to do was ask. Cut the shit. It's scary to leave children with you because you don't watch them, weirdo. You take them, you take your grandpicks and leave them with whomever. And don't make me post all, all that shit day and months you've... Wait, I'm sorry, y'all. These bitches don't know how to write. And don't make me post all the days and months you've went without calling or picking her up. LOL. I have every day marked on my calendar. Hell, I told you to come get her this weekend. And you said, nah, you'll get her Father's Day almost two weeks from now. Just so you could take your little pictures and drop her back off. You really are a class A narcissist. What's annoying as fuck is every time I get her back, she's in worse condition than when you got her. It's always some shit. In that case, sis, he won't be going nowhere near. Bitch, If my, first of all. If my baby came back with the rash, he wouldn't have been seeing her. Like, where'd she get this fucking rash from? Oh, it could have been diaper rash. Okay, that's one thing. I probably, yeah, I probably, if it was like diaper rash or something like that, like an allergic reaction, I probably would have been upset because why didn't you fucking tell me that my child has a rash on them? Like, weirdo shit. But, okay. But as soon as she would have came back with a bruise on her head, bitch, you would have never seen her. Would have never. You'd have been blocked. And if you want to see her, you better go child support, custody, do something. Because you ain't seeing her. And that's personally me. So I don't feel bad for Summer saying fuck out of here. And if this all is true about him just taking pictures with his daughter and then sticking him to whoever. I don't blame you, sis. I don't blame you. Not not one bit. So then London came back and said, still ain't over it. You stay blocking me, trying to keep me from my little one, just so you can come on this net and call me a deadbeat. You and I know that ain't the truth. If you know you're right, why not bring me to court? You're like running to the net seeking attention give it up the album out i'm the one keep trying to bring you to court and you stay begging me not to because you have our infant on a vegan diet um if this is true london take her to court If I feel like my child was being neglected, if I feel like my child was being harmed in any way, I'm going to the courts and establishing custody, establishing an arrangement, establishing everything. I don't give a fuck what my partner has to say, what they got going on, why they feel this, that, and the third. Bitch, that's my child. And my child comes first. So, again, London, if you feel this way, go to court. Summer, if you feel like this nigga is a deadbeat and he ain't doing nothing for your kid, go the fuck to court. 
I already had that conversation with girl. You should have never been with him in the first place. We're past that. You be, you were with him. You had his baby, and y'all here. Now y'all need to start being grown ups. It's either y'all go to court and figure out what the fuck is going on with custody payment, paying, and all of that extra shit, or y'all just shut the fuck up. But your daughter is going to see this when she gets older, that you guys cannot come together for shit. That y'all constantly embarrassing yourselves for what? To wrap it up, go to court. Or if not, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and y'all, that's pretty much it when it comes to our hot topics, our tea segments. Stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to get into what I'm watching. Stay tuned. <laughs> And we're back. So, usually this would be the WWE news and tea segment. Y'all would have heard the intro, all of that good jazz. But um, since the last episode, I have not watched um, WWE. I have not really figured out. I'm sorry, y'all. My phone is going off. People are annoying the shit out of me right now. <laughs> But I love my family dearly. But um, like I was saying, um, I haven't been watching anything WWE related. And with that, I'm, I wouldn't feel authentic to not watch the product, not be happy with the product, and give y'all tea and news and all of that stuff if my heart is not really in it. So for the time being, um, I will not be having WWE tea and news. Um, and so, you know, I'm in a better space with how things have been going on and stuff like that. Um, again, team Sasha Banks and team Naomi forever, period. Um, but without further ado, thankfully that this month is Pride Month and starting next week, I will be talking about some things that's going on in our community. I will be talking about um, HIV prevention, PrEP, um, and things of that nature. Um, but this week, um, I'm going to talk about what I've been watching on TV and what I'm looking forward to watching in the coming weeks. So I'm I'm really ordinary. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've been watching less TV and more movies. I've been watching a lot of gay movies, a lot of, I call them my G movies, you know, G for gay. Um, <laughs> so I be, I've been doing that a lot lately, but in the midst of all of that, there have been things that I have been watching um, other than. Um, so, 
y'all already know I watch my soaps. I watch my General Hospital. I watch my Days of Our Lives. Um, even though I'm like so, so far behind on Days of Our Lives, do not drag me. Thank God there's Peacock where I can catch up. Um, that's my soaps. But as for like my primetime shows, nowadays, I'm excited. P-Valley is back. Um, P-Valley came back next last week. It was a pretty good episode. I'm excited to see where things go. Um, Miss Marvel, um, I watched the first episode, and I have to say it's really good. Um, I was a little bit worried because not so much of the change of the powers that Kamala is going to have, but it was more so the show in general because it looked like it was more geared to like teens and, um, you know, kids, teenage, which I still feel like it is, but um, there can there's always a lesson for everybody in a Marvel show. And um, I definitely enjoyed the first episode and I'm definitely um, interested and intrigued to see what happens next. Um, what else am I watching? Um, on the reality side, I'm watching Chasing Atlanta. Um, it's a YouTube uh, reality show. Um, it's a gay YouTube reality show, and I absolutely adore it. Um, you can go by searching Chasing Atlanta. You can, well, say there's spin-off chasing atlanta chasing dallas chasing l uh los angeles uh which that's coming for a second season soon i'm excited for that um good quality um honestly i'm surprised it's not on network tv at this point like the, the the quality the 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 presentation the stories the episodes and how they're like Everything is just so good over at Chasing. So if you guys don't know about Chasing Reality, go search Chasing Reality, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, Other things. um, Oh, speaking of reality, I just saw the finale, the end of an era um, episode of G-Status ATL Hustle. Um, it was a two. It was like two hours and like forty minutes. It was so good though. Um, it just made me miss that cast um, immensely. And I know things happen for a reason. And um, they are coming out with the third season with the whole new cast, uh, which is going to be interesting. Um, but if you guys want to go see um, G Status ATL Hustle, that's another reality show that. Child, the drama, the mess, the mess, Ines. Um, if you guys want to see that, you can go. Um, I think they changed, but if you go to YouTube and search G Status ATL Hustle, it'll pop up. Um, because I don't remember the um channel off rip. I'm so sorry. Um what else am I watching? Legendary, legendary. Um, in fact, today is the season finale. Season finale of Legendary. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch later on. Um, I've been loving, loving, loving the season. 
Um, not really so much the performances. There has been some good performances, like House of Revlon was really good. Um, House of Juicy Couture, amazing. House of Yoji Yamamoto, amazing. Um, Alpha Omega was good. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what other houses. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I really wasn't feeling Machiavelli. And for me personally, the reason why I wasn't feeling Machiavelli is because although they used, they went the fuck in on their Vogue battles, killed their Vogue battles, murdered Vogue battles. They they got some Voguing, they got some battle cats in their crew. I'll, I'll give them that. But as for the group performances, which is literally the meat and potatoes of this show, they will be falling flat every single week. And they were keep getting, excuse me, they were keep getting brought back week after week, week after week. And to the point where they were up against House of Revlon. And Kiki was, and because and I, I don't know what these judges are thinking, you know, you never know. So when Kiki was like, you know, this storyline is starting to run flat, which I doing terrible in the performances, but doing good in the Vogue battles. We're done with that. Like this is the, we're at the neck and neck. This was like the semifinals. Like we're neck and neck at this point. We don't have time for all of that stuff. And I agreed with them in Law Ditton, which was so weird to me because one week, how were you saying that? They need to. They just need to pack their bags and go home. And then now, they need to be redeemed. Like it, it just, it just was weird to me. But um, I, I really wasn't feeling them. And then they had bad attitudes too. On top of it, like you can't be bad. You can't be terrible at your group performances and then get mad when I mean, and then have an attitude on top of it. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. So, um, the last two teams um, are Yoji Yamamoto and Juicy Couture. So, I, I'm hoping Juicy wins. I'm, I'm more of a fan of Juicy, even though I was more so a fan of Revlon coming into this whole series. They're the one that, like, I gravitated the most to. So when they, but I definitely had a love for Juicy Couture as well. Um, so I'm excited, and I hope to see that they take it. But we'll see, and I'll give you guys my um, what happens um next week. Um, I'm trying to see what else I'll be watching. I tell y'all, I don't really watch like series like that no more because you know you know what i did start i did i started back because i did not see the final season of grace and frankie so i started back watching um the final season of that um and so far so good i'm loving it i'm liking it grace and frankie are a key that show is a key i enjoy it every single episode I, I do that's one of the shows that i always used to fall back to and you know now it's ending now it's you know it's over so it's like damn another show gone um and some shows that i'm looking forward to um i saw the sneak peek to manifest 
um, the new sneak peek for, to the new season that's going to be on Netflix. Um, I'm excited for this final season. It's going to be broken up into two parts. Um, it's a 20-episode season, so I believe 10 episodes, the first part, and the second part is going to have 10 episodes as well. Um, I'm excited for that. Um, another show I'm excited for... Um, she-Hulk. She-Hulk is coming out in August. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see see her story. And I don't know who She-Hulk is. Don't know her background or none of that. Same with Miss Marvel. That's why I'm also excited to see Miss Marvel because I don't know their backgrounds. You know, they're not really mentioning a lot. So seeing them have TV shows and getting to learn their backstories and stuff like that, I'm definitely intrigued and excited for. Um... Queer as Folk, I'm excited. Um, it dropped today on Peacock, um, the new reboot of Queer as Folk. I'm interested to see what is giving. Um, hopefully it's giving, because Queer as Folk, the well, the original, I started back watching the original, the UK version, and I'm liking that. Um, I definitely liked it, the American version. Um, definitely was a fan of that. Um, so... Seeing this reboot, we're going to see what it gives. <laughs> okay. Um, what else um, is coming? Um, Love, Victor. I, I can't wait to see that final season as well. That drops soon. Um, so I'm just excited to see what is given. I'm excited. Um, so that's pretty much everything that I've been watching on TV. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode. I told y'all it was going to be a short episode. Y'all thought I was lying. Um, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. You guys can follow me everywhere at Elijah Smalls on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Okay? And stay tuned because next week I will be giving you guys an announcement on Eli's Hour of Power, which will be dropping next month. Y'all excited? I'm excited. So with that being said, I love each and every last one of you guys. I live for each and every last one of you guys. And I will see you guys on the next go around. Peace. This has been an EDS Squad TV production. This episode was produced and edited by Eli. Shout out to Anchor the simple way to make a podcast.